0: Listening to SBS on the money
1: with Ricardo Gonçalves. Hi everyone, it's your daily 10-minute business and finance news wrap for this Thursday, the 10th of June 2021. Later, the impact of inflationary expectations on your investments, but first to ANZ, which has become the first of the major banks to say official interest rates will rise earlier than expected. That's because inflation and wages will grow in 2022, meaning official cash rate from the Reserve Bank will hit 0.5% from 0.1% by the end of 2023. For more, I spoke earlier with the head of Australian economics at ANZ, David Plank. David, you say that the two conditions for a rate rise will be met earlier than expected, namely inflation at above 2% and wages growth at 3%. What will be driving it?
0: So we've got it happening uh, through, actually, by the end of 2022, actually. But, you know, the RBA has made it clear it wants it to be sustainable. So we'll wait a a few quarters to see what happens. But what's driving it really is just the continued economic improvement. So we've got unemployment coming down and underemployment as well. So that combination means that the labour market is getting tighter. And as the labour market gets tighter, then we'd expect wages to gradually uh, rise and eventually kind of hit that 3%-ish level that the RBA thinks is necessary in order for inflation to be sustainably above 2%.
1: So you're saying uh, from 0.1% to 0.5% from the second half of 2023, how will the RBA do it? Will it go in one go or a couple of goes and why?
0: Yeah, it's a long way away, so we'll have to wait and see, I suppose. But, I mean, what we think will probably happen is they'll be quite cautious when they go, um, unless, unless inflation is much, much higher than we think. Uh, but we would I would imagine that they would take back the 15 basis 0.15 percent rate cut they did in the last step and so put the cash rate at 0.25 uh, and then have another move before the end of 2023 and take it to 0.5. So you know an accumulated or a total tightening of uh, 35 basis points which still leaves it must be emphasized the cash rate that would have, what it would have seemed an inconceivably low level only 18 months ago.
1: Can you put that rate rise, though, into context because it's likely to happen in a few years' time still? It's only going from yes. 0.1% to 0.5%. Will it be a surprise for borrowers, especially as the housing market heats up? Can can borrowers afford them, or, or is this like a bit of a, a warning signal for them?
0: Well, it's still exceptionally low. If, if interest rates do get to 0.5% uh, by the end of twenty it'll be because wage growth has picked up. So consumer or household incomes will be growing faster than they are now. So that means that if you like... that they can afford um, somewhat higher interest rates. Um, of course, some interest rates have already been rising. We've already seen fixed-term interest rates rising, and we think that ha- we'll see more of that. By the time we get to 2023, I think it'll be very clear whether or not interest rates are going to go up. So I don't think it'll be a surprise. And you know, when people apply for a mortgage and, and, and get a mortgage, they're not taking a mortgage out on the basis of the current interest rate anyway. Banks assess their ability to afford that mortgage on interest rates that are higher. So I don't think it'll be a, um, yes, interest rates going up always has implications, but I think in total it'll be good news. It means wages are growing much stronger than they are now uh, and it means the economy's in a much healthier place. So it's it's going to be good news overall, uh, and I don't think it'll be a big shock.
1: I guess the other interesting part of this is, I guess, the politics behind it, because the RBA has been banging on about how, how we don't expect the, these conditions to, to, to come into play until 2024 at the earliest. If, if they are forced to raise rates earlier, will, will it impact their reputation? Well,
0: I think, you know, as I mean, the, the Deputy Governor of the RBA made it very clear in a speech recently that it's a, it's a data Commitment—it's not a—it's not a calendar commitment. So as the data changes, I mean the RBA is the classic uh, Keynes: when the facts change, I change my mind. So, um, and, and the government's made it clear as well—it's not a—it's not a pledge; it's an expectation. And so, as if, if the data changes and things improve much faster than they expected, then you'll see their language change. And their language has already changed. I mean, they've been walking back ever so slightly from the commitment. Uh, since February. In February, the commitment switched from three years to 2024. Now, technically the same thing, but over time, three years and 2024 become very different. In May, in the statement, the language changed. I suspect that when we get to August and the RBA updates its forecast again, I would not be surprised to see a further shift in the language. But again, I think the RBA's messaging is going to be this is a forecast. We're a long way away from this happening. I think that RBA's messaging in the next uh, few months, if not longer, is going to be very much, if we do anything, we're going to be very cautious. Um, you know, The economy is improving, yes, but it's still a long way from where we want it to be. So I think their message for quite some time is still going to be around uh, the need to provide you know extraordinary levels of support to the economy for some time yet.
1: David Plank there, the head of Australian economics at ANZ, to the Australian share market now, which hit a record high. The S&P ASX 200 up 0.4%, at 7,302. Technology stocks rallied. For more, I spoke with the CEO of Fat Profits, Angus Geddes. Angus, the markets are really waiting for this US inflation data out later tonight. What are you expecting it to say?
2: Look, the market's looking for a CPI print of about 4.7%. Uh it's anybody get, anybody's guess as to what the number will actually be, but I would not be surprised if it errs on the top side and we get a quite a strong inflation number tonight.
1: So ultimately, what, what does that mean? What does it mean for the market and how does one position themselves as a result? Are there any opportunities for it?
2: Well, the central banks are basically saying that inflation is going to be transitory. And I think there's two camps in the market. One camp believes that inflation will pass and it's just going to be a uh, a blip on the horizon. And then the other camp, uh, which believes that inflation is going to be more entrenched. So I think markets will be very focused on the underlying numbers, the quality behind those numbers, and as to you know getting a read on where inflation is actually headed.
1: What does that mean, though, with your expectations about how you're positioning yourself and where you see the opportunities as a result of where you think inflation is going?
2: Look, I think that inflation is definitely going to be entrenched. I don't think it's going to be a passing uh, passing ship at all. And so we're looking for uh, interest rates to actually rise at the long end of the yield curve over the next sort of six to 12 months as, uh, as prices uh, increase. I think, look, one sector that will benefit uh, enormously is the banking sector. You know, the banks have had quite a big run over the last six months that that there's probably a lot further to go, uh, and also insurance companies.
1: Okay. All up, though, the market's still having a, a good day. What's driving it? The property trusts are having
2: a, a, a really good day today. Uh, most of the major ones are up between sort of 2 and 3%. And I think that really comes back to the fact that we're seeing rotation uh, in the stock market, the REITs are very much still out of favour and, and undervalued relative to NTAs. So probably a lot of uh, bargain hunters in there today.
1: Angus Geddes there from Fat Profits. Don't forget you can watch On The Money on SBS World News on SBS from 6.30pm weeknights, and you can stream this podcast on other platforms like Apple Podcasts, SBS Radio and Spotify. I'm Ricardo Gonsalves. You can follow me on Twitter, Instagram and TikTok at BizRicardo.